Hello and welcome to Shamanic Sundays. My name is Kimberly Pinkson and I'm here with my dad, Dr. Tom Pinkson, a psychologist and spiritual medicine teacher who has been a visionary bridge builder, bringing the ancient wisdom and teachings of indigenous elders who mentored him forward to address the challenges of the times. Thank you for joining us today. Let's get started. Good morning, Poppy, Dad. Good, Happy Shamanic good Sundays. Oh, hey, good morning to you and everybody listening. Thank you. Yeah, good morning and happy Shamanic Sundays to our community out there. Good to be here with you. Thank you for joining us today as we um, take this moment to appreciate being here together and uh, answer questions that come in and, and um, create some space for you, Dad, to share your wisdom that you have uh, gained over the years from your own experiences and your mentors and in particular your Indigenous teachers who opened the door to shamanism to you. So uh, let's start off with a prayer of gratitude. You want to kick us off? Instead of a kickoff, just a gentle lift off, opening opening our awareness to your presence, great mystery, sacred mystery, underlying oneness beneath all that we see on the physical plane, which is a creation inside of our own minds using the raw energy as material coming in from the universe, from you, great spirit, who gives us this life to make meaning. We as meaning makers. And so making meaning of gratitude for this gift of life that you give us, gift of our ancestors and their lives. We wouldn't be here without you. And gratitude to the ancestor spirits of the land we live on and, and honoring doing what we can with the indigenous people who still are alive in the lands we live to address injustice and restore a harmonious, respectful uh, relationship, which means uh, addressing what was taken through violence and needs to be given back and opening to the wisdom of how to live in harmony and balance with you, great spirit in your creation. So thank you for this opportunity to join our hearts, minds, and spirits and open our awareness to, to your presence and whatever you would bring through that um, may it be so for fullest blossoming, greatest good in our lives and showing up to do our part for healing of the sacred hoop. May it be so. Oh. Oh, may it be so. Thank you. You said something about meaning makers. Has there been, I feel like there's been a lot of research about like humans being one of the, the only species that seeks meaning. Is that, do you, have you heard much about that? Well, the common understanding from until recently of, of, of um, Eurocentric um, socialized uh, folks like you and I, um, with that belief in, in separation and, and the uh, hubris of ego identity, thinking like there's nothing like us shaking in the universe, we're the, we're the greatest thing happening. And in fact, um, we're not the only ones. More recent science uh, shows us that. Um, there's a deeper intelligence. It's a deep, deep intelligence in other beings and non-human beings, even intelligence and a deeper wisdom in which we're all we're all connected. So um, the real work is 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 letting go of our hubris, our ego hubris, and open to learning from the different manifestations of creation, of nature, of creation, and being with with what they have to offer us when we free ourselves up from the tight constriction of a the imprisonment of an ego identity, thinking that's all we are, 
uh, our physical bodies connected with an ego and its stories. And, and of course, there's energy to all of that, but it's like the wave in the ocean, you know, part of a much bigger interconnected infinite oneness by whatever name you call it. And all those manifestations of it. Uh, I was thinking today, actually, in terms of um, morning meditation, how humans are similar to the um, to the uh, mushroom uh, sprouts that come up from the earth. And each of those sprouts has its own individuality uh, <clears throat> that it, it expresses in its physical manifestation. But if you look deeper, you go deeper, and you especially go down underneath, you see that what seems to be an individual sprout is connected to a larger interwoven organism of consciousness and being. And using that physical uh, metaphor, using, yeah, using that as a physical metaphor for the energy um, understanding of how we're all we're all connected and all all uh, with our own individual vibratory rates and information. So everything that's that's manifesting, we have opportunity to learn from if we if we open ourselves to uh, with that intention to listen and and from it we'll get guidance for our lives. Hey, hey, <laughs> sounds sounds good. Um, we're just going to keep going with that this morning because I, I don't know if you saw, I sent you an article the other day about scientists and consciousness, and I'm just going to read read something to share with our community here. The headline was scientists, uh, this was from Popular Mechanics, and the headline was scientists believe they've unlocked consciousness and it connects to the entire universe. It's just a simple quantum wave that can interact with everything that's ever existed. When people talk about consciousness or the mind, the context almost always seems a bit nebulous. Whether we create consciousness in our brain as a function of neurons firing or it exists independently of us, there is no universally accepted scientific explanation for where consciousness comes from or where it lives. However, new research on the physics, anatomy, and geometry of this notion has dismissed some of the question. So... Um, when I was reading the article, it made me think how how so much of science, current science, and I'll say current of you know the last fifty to hundred years, <clears throat> is really um, affirming what indigenous, um, which, uh, which many indigenous traditions and belief systems have held to be true for you know thousands of years, right? So um, I wanted to ask if you could talk a little bit about uh, consciousness and shamanic uh, understanding and, and use of consciousness and, and how we can um, become aware and, and use our own consciousness in healthier ways. Yeah, yeah, I can respond to that. But first, just want to get straight with you about, um, I did get your email about that article. And then I sent you an email back saying I couldn't unload it. So I never got to read it. And I never heard uh, back from you about, asked you if you could, if there's some way you could send it to me. Okay. Way that I could read it. So I well, I will it. follow so up on that. Just for, just for the, the folks listening, I just got to just get on your case for a little bit and say to the people listening, can you believe my daughter doesn't immediately jump on any, every email I get that she thinks she has a life of it's unbelievable. It's hard, it's hard to imagine, right? <laughs> I'm not even going to go beyond my bandwidth. But speaking of okay. uh, bandwidth, let me beyond our pay grades. What... Pardon? What'd beyond our pay grades. It's beyond our pay grades. Yeah. Well, it's beyond the pay grade of our current uh, 
uh, as I say, Eurocentric uh, unconscious conditioning of our perceptual lens. So, um, whoa, whoa, whoa! So, are you saying beyond our our Eurocentric lens that I should be responding to your emails faster? <laughs> I want you to respond to my email on the physical plane. <laughs> And, 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 and you always do. Once in a while, you need a little reminder. But you're, okay. yeah, thank you. Appreciate all you do for me. Thank you. Okay. But that, that <clears throat> intro I read about consciousness and the new scientific research into it that, that got the gist of the article across. And the question being, you know, as more science, like science is often in my lifetime proving what indigenous wisdom has already known, essentially. And, and my own experience in shamanic traditions and ceremonies um, seems to affirm that. So I wanted to ask what your, your um, take on consciousness, um, shamanic perspectives on that and use of and, and how we can use our consciousness in, in more expansive, healthier ways. Okay, great. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the first thing it brings up is... Um, uh, hearing hearing my, my friend uh, Terrence McKenna, medicine brother in the spirit world, who, who first introduced me to uh, ayahuasca, by the way, when he grew it with uh, over in uh, his home in, in Hawaii and invited a handful of us to go over there and try out his new brew. And that was my introduction to ayahuasca. So remembering Terrence with, with gratitude and for many other good times we had. So he said once, uh, you know, it's interesting that, that we in the West have... Um, we send these these rockets up with space stations and to to uh, with the particular designs to try to pick up uh, examples of intelligence in the universe of communication coming from other from outer space so to speak and it's searching for signs of consciousness in the universe and so Terence pointed out the irony that the instruments by which we've developed to try to perceive that. Um, the manifestations of consciousness are, are made from a particular viewpoint, a lens that that constricts uh, intelligence to what we know of it through our through our uh, uh, our intellect and consciousness. He said the irony is that that limits uh, our ability to perceive the reality of what consciousness is. And the irony is that while we're looking for consciousness through this machinery extending to billions, millions of miles out in space, looking for signs of consciousness here, there, and ever, we're, we're missing the fact, we're blind to the fact that we're embedded in a field of infinite consciousness. We are embedded in an infinite field of consciousness, vibrating energy consciousness. And it operates through the, uh, through the understanding of modern uh, physics, quantum physics, particles and antiparticles popping in and out of the quote, vacuum of space in which there's no thing there. And the antiparticles, uh, uh, and the particles, the antiparticles, you know, they blow each other up. It's kind of like the bubbles on when you're watching water boil in a pot and a little bubble pops up and it's there for a while and it kind of pops back into the, into the field. And so our, our um, <clears throat> deepest connection of our being is a manifestation of that consciousness fueled in, in human form and material form in Mother Earth from starlight given to Earth and, and made of, <clears throat> excuse, excuse me, 
starlight. But where does all of that come from? It comes from the underlying field of, of great mystery, Lakota say, the sacred mystery, the sacred mystery. So we all, uh, we're all manifestations of that uh, consciousness, infinite consciousness. We're all connected, embedded in, and it's embedded in us, that infinite creative wisdom power of the universe by whatever you want to call it. God, goddess, Tao, flow, holy mother, father, goddess, creator, Shekinah, whatever, whatever words, or, or Allah, third, th words or visual, uh, visual images of, of that infinite oneness is right for you. And what's the, what's the essence of what that, that invisible energy from which all physical manifestation comes from? What, what's, it, what's it doing? Paying attention to what it's doing. Well, it has different forces activating in that field. One force pulls things together, brings things together, dark, dark matter. Dark matter brings energy together. And then we have the opposite force of, of dark energy, expansion, expansion, expansion. In the, um, and so too in our own bodies, in our own energy beings, those, those energy cycles are happening. What is it important to bring attention to, to bring together, to focus on, to cultivate and develop and strengthen through the power of focus, joined energy where hearts, minds, and spirits are joined together. It opens a doorway for more power to come through to polish up our stardust. So there's that energy inside of us. Of what, what's important in these challenging times of our lives, in these challenging times of life on Mother Earth, beautiful Mother Earth, what's important to pay attention to? What's important to cultivate? What's important to try to manifest and bring through us using our consciousness and attunement and connection and alignment with those deeper rhythms. And then the other part of the dance of energy in the, in the universe as we experience is the expansion. What, what needs to expand? What do we need to have grow bigger? What do we need to untie from the shackles of constriction of ego identity and open up and release to connect with that infinite field, quantum field? Well, I don't know about you, but certainly for me, it seems to, to have to do with the movement shift from, from me, identity with me, to opening to the recognition of we, how we're all connected, and from that recognition of the laha, sacred unity, allegria, joy comes through, and it's me to we to thee, with glee, source of all. You have been always, you will be always, you are here now. It gives us breath of life and gives a manifestation and our ability to experience in virtual reality. Our brains create, working with the raw energy of the universe flowing into us. Our experience of being alive, opportunity to co-create with, with uh, spirit. The qualities of consciousness and being and vision of what kind of world we'd like to be living in. For fullest blossoming greatest good for peace, uh, for justice, for, for health and healing, and for diversity and beauty and, and joy. A win-win world for all. If we're not every day putting our energy into imagining, going inside with focused energy, that kind of a world, uh, and then trying to show up to do our part and bring it through in the physical plane, then we're allowing unconscious and conditioned forces uh, to, to, uh, to run the show, and, and we can see where that gets us. So uh, waking up, 
to wise up, remember the truth and who of what we are, so much more than the physical body, ego-based identity, and free ourselves up to living from and understanding the, the sacred unity of oneness, underlying cosmic consciousness, love. That's the essence of our and all being and opening up to the guidance that come to us from opening up with humility and receptivity and attention to that creative wisdom power for receiving that guidance of what each of us is able to do on this day that we're given to live life, to wake up, to wise up, and to live love now for the healing of the sacred who seems to me that's the highest realization of utilizing our connection to the infinite consciousness that we can do in this life. May it be so. Oh, hey, still there? <laughs> yep, still here. <laughs> you didn't fall asleep? <laughs> no, not this time. <laughs> okay, praise be. Praise be. Uh, so I want to just pause or connected to all that, of course, but just a little aside, uh, one of our community members' birthday, Roger Clay, I'm not sure if he's on here this morning, but I think today's his birthday, so shout out to Mr. Roger. Oh, Roger, and, hey. Yeah, and also shout out to you last week, for those of you who may have missed it, was your 79th birthday, and uh, in case you didn't hear what um, what the good doctor, as one of our um, our friends uh, recently called you, uh, one of our family members recently called you, the good doctor decided to go trapeze flying for his 79th birthday. And um, the, minute, who called me the good doctor? Uh, one of our family members. I don't want to use names here without um, people's permission. Okay. It was, it was in a good way. It wasn't, it wasn't giving you a hard time as some of us do. It was a good, um, it was lovingly said. <laughs> okay, okay. Then I'll, I'll call off my attorney attack team. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So in case you guys are joining in for the first time here, or you don't know, um, part of, uh, my, my mom and my, and my sister's job is we just have to keep, you know, our dad humble as, he does all these amazing things in, in the world. So you get a little peek into that on Shamanic Sundays. So uh, anyways, back to the trapezing and what an incredible, courageous thing that was to do on your, your 79th. And so thinking about like consciousness and how we, we hold our consciousness, how we work with it. Um, and that took great courage for you to do that. So could you share just a little, um, well, actually, I'm just thinking what's, what's, most, what's most of service to our community right now. Um, if you could share a little bit, take us through a little visualization about when we feel scared or nervous about something and how we can step into the infinite mystery power of the universe and, and go beyond our conscious fears and, and pull up the strength that we need, um, some tools that we can use for the week ahead, please. All right, let's just okay. drop in there and see what comes through. All right, thank you. Yeah. 
Well, going up to uh, climbing this really steep ladder, first of all, to get up to where the platform was from which we grabbed the trapeze bar and, and then dive off into the abyss. Uh, I was already getting scared and nervous more and more with each rung up that really tall ladder, which is the ladder was, I don't know, maybe 50 feet or something. And, um, and then getting up on that little narrow platform and having to turn around and balance while I got tied into the, to the, to the, um, the belay rope um, and had to reach out to, in a moment to, out into the abyss with a guy holding, a, holding my waist belt there so I could lean out into the abyss and, and reach for the bar, which was heavy, and then I had to hold over my head. So all of that triggered a lot of fear and anxiety and, and trembling and, uh, you know, all that, that great human somatic uh, and mind uh, <clears throat> thinking and doing that, that creates the state of anxiety and fear and tension. And, mm. and so um, I think for me, over the years come to learn that, um, first of all, all of those state, all of those feelings of anxiety and fear and tension and contraction, they're all energy states. And all the thoughts and stories about um, what I'm doing in the moment or what I'm experiencing, all, all energy states. And so when I or any of us step into a situation, whatever it might be, that's out of the comfort zone, out of our ego's comfort zone, um, it, it, it triggers a reaction of, uh, or it can trigger, it certainly does for me, uh, fear and anxiety. <clears throat> and then stories that go along and, and, and pump that up. So for me, it's it's an um, effective way to, to uh, go forward, just to recognize the our human response without any judgments about ourselves uh, because we feel that way and and um, don't try to deny the feelings but keep breathing consciously breathe consciously so notice that with fear and anxiety comes constriction usually so bring awareness to that and notice the pipes are all tightened up there and muscles tightened up and breathe in and breathe out and let go and untie the knots and whoo let the flow Coming in with each new breath, be, be, be conscious of bringing in the um, soothing, peaceful, strengthening, confidence-building energy flowing in with the breath and flowing into and through you, going where it needs to go. And each breath, each breath out, uh, releasing some of that tension, fear, and anxiety, some of that, those energy forms, just letting it go and releasing with the, with the breath out. And then uh, coming back into intention. Why have I placed myself in this situation that's not inside my comfort zone? In my case, I chose it <clears throat> because I consciously choose to do those kinds of things periodically to kind of wake up uh, receptor cells that can kind of fall asleep in, in, in ordinary, mon mon mundane uh, of work that you have to do every day just to keep, keep uh, moving forward. So waking up, to wake up, sharpen up, just... It's like I went in the ocean yesterday. We went paddle paddle boarding, first time in a couple of months, and then I went out swimming in the ocean for a little bit um, without a wetsuit or anything. Just didn't, didn't stay in long, walked out about 20 feet, dove through a wave, swam about 20 strokes and came out. But that hit of cold of energy, wow, wakes us up, stepping out of the comfort zone. So to recognize all of this and remember our intention of why we put ourselves into a, a situation or circumstances that we didn't choose push us out of our comfort zone, that in a deeper level, we're not in that experience by accident. There's, there's a deeper um, 
medicine that's trying to come through the opportunity of what's triggered by uh, the reactions to being outside their ego's comfort zone. So remembering intention. Uh, how do I want to create a response to this? What I'm feeling inside, what's triggered to my anxiety and fear and my intention. How do I want to create a response to this? And to recognize that there's a choice to be made if we're really present in the moment to what we're experiencing. We're not blocking that by denying what we're feeling or, or trying to cover it up, but giving ourselves permission to have those feelings so there's no resistance to them. And we move through them, that we, that we make the decision uh, different from perhaps the one we made in the past where unconsciously we gave our energy power to fear. To fear. We gave our power to fear to stop us from doing what our soul or our heart was calling for us to move forward with, to be in, in, the, in integral alignment with our integrity, with our authenticity, with our hearts and our soul's calling most of which, if not always, is not in the comfort zone. So if our intention is to try to show up and do the best we can to do our part in opening that doorway to co-creating with the experience that, that, that has the potential to, to truly serve fullest blossoming and greatest good, that means going forward, bringing the power back, admitting we're fearful and anxious, but not letting it stop us from going forward and moving forward in whatever way that means, even as our knees are clanking and our bodies are shaking and we're shivering, shivering and we're feeling like, <clears throat> you know, inside like, ah, get me out of here. Just again, giving ourselves permission to feel all of that, breathe into it, remember it's not who I am. I have access to infinite peace of spirit. I can breathe that in, infinite strength of spirit. That gives me confidence to go forward in my humanness, not trying to be perfect, but just doing the best I can with what I feel called to do. And that's taking the power back to, to walk in your own, uh, in the beauty of your authenticity. Each of us has our own authenticity of being an expression that carries medicine that's needed in the world, and that's why we're that's why we're here. So again, where we started, gratitude. Thank you, great spirit, great mystery, creative wisdom, power in the universe, universe that's above us, it's below us, it surrounds us, it's within us, always within us, from which there's no separation. Total unidos, like the ritual say, all united, juntos, juntos, connected. Gratitude for giving us this breath of life this day. Gratitude for memory inside of us of family and friends and ancestors and loved ones who have crossed over in the spirit world and a relationship that continues and the love that doesn't die that we can access in our hearts into that oneness of love there for us always, as is always there for us at the center of our being. Deep inner peace, deep inner peace deep inner peace, one of the many infinite gifts of grace that lives at the center of our being through grace. And remembering grace grows where gratitude flows on this day of Shamanic Sundays, wherever you may be listening to this sharing and seeing what it brings up in the wisdom of your own awareness, what I'm sharing, because all that I share is not as important as what it brings up inside of you, listening to what the wisdom power brings up inside of you, brings your attention to, to pay attention to, 
to see the truth of whatever it is, and then coming back to your intentions. How do you want to work with it? How do you want to create a response, a relationship to it? And if your choice is like mine, it may or may not be, but mine is to do whatever I can to get that guidance and act on it to try to do the best I can in my humanness to open that doorway, that Nayarika, so that whatever serves fullest blossoming, greatest good can come through and service the higher will for healing of the sacred hoop. Gratitude for your being, gratitude for your life, gratitude for the work you've done in your life that brings us to the opportunity to be able to open ourselves to spirit right, sacred right now, and prayers for health and healing, fullest blossom and greatest good for you, all you hold dear in your hearts, and for healing of this sacred hoop of life that we're gifted to experience for the time of our walk on Mother Earth. So, Om Burritos. Hi. Ho. Thank you, Poppy. Hey, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Good stuff, as always. Thank you for all you share. Thank you all for being here with us today. I, um, The word I'm going to take out of today's reflection and visualization is, is <clears throat> deep listening and grace, or I guess I should say the words, deep listening and grace. So I hope each of you got something good out of today, and um, please share share the word so we can keep um helping others with shamanic Sundays and uh, <clears throat> love and hugs to all of you. See you next week. And reminder, you can always catch these on um, YouTube on Tom's channel um, under shamanic Sundays playlist. If you need to hear some, some of older weeks. Thank you, Krishna Das. All right. Oh. Take care, everybody. See you next week. Thanks again for joining us today. Make sure to check back regularly for more inspiration. And if you enjoyed this, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, telling us what you learned. Also, share it with a friend via text or email. Remember, most of all, you are a sacred, worthy, luminous being, and we are so thrilled to share this regenerative journey with you.